0: Hidden Headlines, Brian Sussman here, the news and views for the soul that the secular media just won't cover. It's Thursday the 18th, so this is news that you can use right through the weekend. Thanks for joining me, covering some of the top stories that you probably haven't heard about, but stories that are very important nonetheless. So let's begin with the Me Too movement, shall we? Folks, I'm all for women. My mother, of course, a woman. My daughter, a woman. My wife, a woman. Uh, you look back through at some of the great, great people throughout biblical history, women. I have no problem with women. And I don't know what the problem is with women these days, because this Me Too movement is going too far. Listen, it's supposed to be about non-discrimination. I get that. And God would have us to not discriminate against anyone. But now it's moving into the realm of Disney movies. So we have actress Kristen Bell warning her daughters against some of the wrong messages she believes that are found in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. (laughs) I've always thought the dwarves may have been a little creepy. But nonetheless, Snow White. She's asking this question. We don't take food from strangers, correct? And she wants to know why Snow White didn't ask why she needed to eat the apple or where it came from. And then we're also told you don't kiss strangers. Or especially you don't kiss somebody if they're sleeping without their permission. And that's what happens to Snow White. Of course, she takes the apple. It's poisonous. She conks out. She finally awakens when she's kissed by the prince. It's a cartoon made in 1938. It is a charming movie. But wait, but wait, there's more. Another Disney movie and another actress. This is Kieran Knightley, British actress. She said she has banned her daughter from watching Disney movies. Cinderella, for example. Her problem with Cinderella is that Cinderella waits around for a rich guy to rescue her. <laughs> And her problem with The Little Mermaid is, um, don't give your voice up for a man. So again, these are just cartoons. It's the world of fiction. But again, this is where the Me Too movement has just gone a bridge too far. Continuing. Well, this didn't take long. The city of Atlanta has agreed to pay $1.2 million to the fire chief, their former fire chief, who was fired for writing a Bible study. So this was something he wrote on his own time for his church. It's a 162-page book for guys. The title of the book, Who Told You That You Are Naked? Who Told You That You Are Naked? Now, I have a feeling the title refers to the book of Genesis, where Adam and Eve sin, and suddenly they realize they are naked. By the way, what was going on there? I think I have a clue. I think that they were clothed in the glory of God. I think it was the, very much like, remember at the Transfiguration, where Jesus shows up with Moses and Elijah? Remember that? And, and Peter's there and says, Hey, we need to build tabernacles, tabernacles for all of them. And Jesus and, and the other men, their, their clothing radiated with light, a light that had never been seen before by humans. Maybe it was like that, or by, by certainly Peter and the, the, the fellas. But perhaps it was like that in the garden with Adam and Eve. Perhaps they were clothed with a similar light, and once they sinned, boom, whoa, what's this? Anyway, the title of this book is, Who Told You You Are Naked? So the mayor of Atlanta terminated this gentleman, Chief Kelvin Cochran, because of his Christian faith and, belief, and beliefs. He was ordered to sensitivity training after being suspended for 30 days. And uh, at the end of the day, he was ultimately fired when a chapter for his book for men was brought to the attention of a homosexual city council member and the mayor. So they found out about the Bible study, suspended him, then found out about some of the contents and fired him. This guy's day in court came about, $1.2 million payout. Good for him. Good for the law, the, the the judicial system working properly, in my opinion. Okay, here's the judicial system out of control. Let's hope that this works out well. The state of Colorado is urging in federal court, arguing in federal court, that despite the U.S. Supreme Court's recent ruling, its Civil Rights Commission can issue new discrimination charges against The Christian baker Jack Phillips. You remember this guy? So, Jack Phillips, the owner of the Masterpiece Cake Shop, it was said, discriminated against a same sex couple by refusing to bake a cake for their wedding. This made it all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court reversed this decision in a 7 2 ruling in June, concluding the commission did not employ religious neutrality thus violating philip's right to free exercise of religion okay so he won that case but now the state is issuing new charges against philip for refusing to create a cake celebrating not same sex uh, not not a same sex wedding but in this case gender transition hey i'm transitioning from a guy to a gal or a gal to a guy i don't know what it is but can you bake me a cake no So this is going back to court. Now, the reason why they're able to do this, they say, is because they have a brand new um, Civil Rights Commission. And the brand new Civil Rights Commission says, hey, we weren't involved in that last legal battle, so we're going for it. So this second prosecution has prompted James Dobson, who is a wonderful guy, started to focus on the family, had the... (laughs) distinct honor of of meeting with him and literally even praying with him my wife and i prayed with him in his office a number of years ago so uh he and he's from colorado of course he's calling for reform of this civil rights commission decrying the new claim hey you didn't bake a cake for gender transition as a continued attack on the first amendment and thus religious freedom good for you james dobson okay one more in this vein and then we'll move on uh, we have charges. Actually, two more in this vein. Charges again. Here, it's good, this is good news. Charges against pro-lifers dropped in 30 seconds. I love this. So these are. They call themselves the Red Rose Rescue Pro-Life Activists. So they go to abortion businesses. Notice I didn't call them clinics. I called them businesses. It's big money for Planned Parenthood. They go into abortion businesses to offer women an alternative and a red rose. So they come and say, listen, there is you know adoption. Maybe you'd like to keep the child. And here's a little red rose. So they went on trial on trespassing charges in Washington, D.C. this week. 30 seconds later, they were free. All the charges dismissed. Stunning reversal. So the judge shows up, asks the parties whether they're ready for trial. The U.S. attorney prosecuting the case said no because she could not produce any witnesses. The, those defending the activists w- were from a, a law firm represented by a guy named jo- John Garza. The judge asked Gar- Garza how he would like to proceed, and Garza requested a dismissal of all charges, which was immediately granted. So literally, they walked in, 30, se- 30 seconds later they walked out. And you've got to believe, you've got to believe in this particular case. I mean, When the prosecuting attorney, the prosecuting U.S. attorney, has no witnesses, she knows where this is going. Good. Justice is done. Okay, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, We have, of course, people listening from all over the world. People listen to my radio show from all over the world. I'm hoping people will listen to this podcast. This is the stuff you won't get on my radio show. So I'm guessing people may be listening from all over the world. I just read a story in Eternity News about the parliament in Queensland. Uh, this is the country's third most popular, populous state. So they're debating an abortion bill that would allow a woman to terminate her healthy fetus right up to the time of birth. Right up to the time of birth when two doctors have considered the woman's current physical, psychological, and social circumstances. This would be pregnancies up to 22 weeks, and you could even decide to terminate the pregnancy based upon gender selection. I've got that story up, by the way, at bryansusman.com You can read it for yourself. Oh, please, promotion for a movie that's doing very well at the box office, office besides, a media, besides uh, a media blackout. They've got a media blackout. They're still doing well. It's Gosnell. Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer. Um, a very good friend of mine is working the publicity on this. And what happened last week, radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh was recommending people see it because the story is heart-stopping, as Rush Limbaugh put it. And uh, the film opened up last weekend as the number one independent film, and it was number 12 overall. So despite an unprecedented media blackout that found nearly every major film publication refusing to review it, Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer, surpassed surpass box office expectations. Um, the film was totally made available for review. I got a hold of it. I reviewed it. I had the, the publicist on my program. I had the, um, the director on my program, my radio program on KSFO. Only two major publications, the LA Times and Forbes, chose to review it. And they're still doing media blackout. Still doing well. Media blackout. One of my favorite stories from this week uh, its actually from last weekend. This is the freed American pastor, Andrew Brunson. And I've seen the interviews with this guy. What a class act. I mean, this is a guy who was in Turkey. He's from North Carolina. He has been in Turkey with his family for more than two decades. He had a small congregation called the Resurrection Church. So he's an evangelical Christian, a very effective pastor. He's locked up, and he's on trial for spying He was even locked uh, up—well, one of the charges was also trying to overthrow the Turkish government. Listen, the bottom line is Turkey is—they're a Muslim country, and they're becoming more hardcore Islamic. And this guy was a threat because he's a Christian pastor, and people are converting from Islam to Christianity in great number. In fact, if you go to bryansussman.com and uh, just check on videos, I've got a a video that I posted regarding uh, the situation in— the situation in Turkey with the Washington Post journalist who showed up at the Saudi embassy in Turkey and was dismembered alive. I've got a quick video on that. And in that video, I mentioned the fact that there are Muslims all around the world, but especially in the Middle East. Muslims are coming to know Yeshua. Of course, that's the Hebrew name for Jesus. They're coming to know Yeshua. How? Yeshua is showing up in dreams. Well, this is biblical. He's showing up in dreams. And it's very, very powerful. Can I tell you else is seeing uh, Yeshua in dreams? I, I've been hearing of Jewish people who are of, say, for example, the traditional Orthodox variety. Yeshua is showing up. I personally believe this is a sign that he's coming back soon. But that's just me. Anyway, getting back to the story about Trump, what I love, this uh, pastor, the freed pastor, Andrew Brunson, He comes to the Oval Office. First thing he wants to do is pray with Donald Trump. And I love Trump's response. When he asked Trump if he could pray for him, the president replied, quote, Well, I need it probably more than anyone else in this room. So that would be very nice. Thank you. And the guy got on his knees and he prayed for Trump. Can I tell you something about Trump? He has surrounded himself. This cabinet that he has is probably the most authentic in terms of their Christianity since—well, I, I have a friend of mine who's a Ph.D. in American history. I him on my radio program on KSFO on a regular basis, Dr. History, Dr. Charlie Self. Dr. Self says this is probably the most, quote-unquote, evangelical or authentic, you know, true walk-the-talk Christian cabinet we've seen since the early 1800s. It's amazing— they're surrounding this guy for such a time as this. Beautiful story. Uh, a couple more for you. Hidden head, hidden headlines podcast. What would God want us to do? Asked Tony Dungy, Super Bowl coach. Uh, he's got a couple. I'm reading this story. Uh, it's up at uh, bryansussman.com. but he told CBN News, Christian Broadcasting. Um. He said, you know, the current culture is changing. Civility is changing. Kindness has become passe. He says he thinks it's because that's what our kids are getting used to. That's what they're seeing on TV. And I think he's right. By the way, this guy has written some wonderful books, it would appear. He's written some great books. Uh, One of the books is called Austin Plays Fair. It's centered around a little boy named Austin who loves the game of flag football. The problem His team has suffered a string of losses, which prevents a moral dilemma for young Austin. So that's a good one. And then the other one, Maria Finds Courage, is about a little girl named Maria who wants to play soccer but has to muster up the courage to get out on the field. So good. I'm glad he's writing books that are going to inspire young people. This is the most inspirational story, in my opinion, of the week. Love this kid. It's an employee at a Georgia Chick-fil-A, 16-year-old Levi Jones. Levi Jones works at the Columbus, Georgia location, and uh, he's been outed for being a Christian in a good way. You know, he's walking the talk. He's a young kid, and, and the fellow employees love this guy. So uh, I guess he does this on a, on a regular basis, but there's a man named Walter who sits under a tree in front of the restaurant and uh, obviously homeless. Levi Jones goes up to him, asks him how he's doing, can I get you any food, Jones said. And by the way, I also noticed he didn't have any shoes on his feet. So the man, so Levi goes in, buys him some food. I don't know if they get an employer discount or not, but it doesn't really matter. And delivers the food to this homeless guy and then he's prompted by the Lord, he believed, and I believe it too, to give the guy his shoes. He didn't, even weather, he didn't even wonder whether or not the shoes fit. He figured, listen, if God's telling me to give this man my shoes, then I know the shoes are going to fit. Okay, how about that for an act of faith? 16-year-old kid. Sure enough, the shoes fit perfectly. So young Levi walks back into the restaurant now without any, shoe, without any shoes. The manager sees his situation, asks him what happened, Levi tells him that he gave his shoes away and uh, the manager says, "Okay, well, I I got an extra pair of shoes for myself in the back here. I'll wear those. You can wear these or something like that. Anyway, the shoes that he was wearing were the managers. and They were four sizes too big. (laughs) Um, By the way, he, he does this on a regular basis. I'm reading another account where he paid for a family's meal with his own debit card after the woman's card wouldn't go through. Then he wrapped his arms around the woman because she was so grateful and he prayed for her and her children. Quote, I love Jesus and his son. I'm called to live and walk just as Jesus did on earth, Jones says. Jesus hung around homeless people. He took care of people. He loved on people. And he blessed people wherever he went. And I just want to walk as Jesus Christ walked and live that out every single day of my life. All right. May, may I get into uh, the scripture with you? Let's go to the Torah. The Torah. By the way, Everything in the Torah, everything hidden in the Torah is revealed in the New Testament. If it's not in the quote-unquote New Testament, folks, well, every, the reason why it didn't make the cut into the New Testament if it's not there is because it wasn't found in the Torah to begin with. Anyway, I love the Torah. Uh, you would expect that from a guy like me who's Jewish, who uh, loves Yeshua. Deuteronomy 15, 7, 8. And 10. If there be any among you a poor man of one of thy brethren. Let me go to a different translation. Hang on, I don't like that translation. Let me go to, uh, I'll just go to a complete Jewish Bible. is one of my favorite, but before me is a new international version. At the end of every, okay, let's see here. Here it is. This is our closing scripture for the day on Hidden Headlines. Uh, if anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites, in any of the towns of the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted, Or tight-fisted toward them rather be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need okay folks that's what Adonai the Lord was saying in Deuteronomy and that's what Yeshua was talking about in the New Testament and that's what young Levi was talking about as well and that wraps up Hidden Headlines on this Thursday the 18th news you can use right through the weekend I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please make sure you tell your friends about it. Every Thursday, we bring you hidden headlines. You can find it at bryansussman.com. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you follow, and get the word out. This is news and views for the soul that you won't hear anywhere else. Signing off, I'm Brian Sussman.